Hello and welcome to Freedom and Four Paws, the show where we hear inspiring stories from amazing people travelling the world and living their best life, often with their pets in tow. From slow mads to digital nomads, house and pet sitters, expats and families with their dogs on the road. In this podcast, find out how travel can truly set you free. Hi, Cooper. We're here again with more adventures in house and pet sitting and travel and digital nomad life. Um, I'm Sarah. Hello, I'm Cooper. And two of our favourite things in life are travel and animals. Yes. More specifically, dogs. (laughs) Which is how we came to um, be the content and community owners for a Facebook group that's all about um, house and pet sitting, travel and digital nomads. In fact, I think if you look up pet and house sitting, travel and digital nomads, you will find us on there or find our page. It is Travel, Live, Learn, and the group is linked from there. And it's Travel, Live, Learn because that's the name of our website, travellivelearn.com, and we are on YouTube as well. So today we wanted to have a bit of a chat about what it's like house sitting in a foreign language destination. So for us, obviously English is our first language. Um, so for us, that's anywhere, I guess, in, in Europe or South America, um, Africa, anywhere that's that's not English speaking first. So we've had some experience traveling in in different places um particularly in, i guess what would be spanish french italian portuguese um and i have to say i take my hat off to cooper because he is actually the one who's exceptionally good at preparing for um for these adventures and he he actually does the work i feel like I'll just fumble through and pick it up as I go. And I don't because I get shy. Um, but I guess I wanted to ask you today, Cooper, about your advice for preparing um, for traveling in a foreign language destination. But of course, how some pet sitting adds an extra layer of complexity because you've got that responsibility of communicating with um, with homeowners and, and more importantly, um, that we're looking after their, their babies, you know, mostly their fur babies. I think it's really important before you leave for any destination or any house sit around the world. Uh, like you said, we went to France a couple of times. So always make sure that I download a uh, translate app like uh, Duolingo or Babbel and I practice the language. And I want to say practice just the key phrases, the basics to get you through, like um, using your manners, uh, how to find a restaurant, a cafe, a toilet, the police services. But just enough to, once you get to the airport, you can find the bus, jump in a cab and get to where you are staying. So I practice on Babbel or Duolingo. There's a few out there and they have some great introductory levels there for you with the key phrases that sort of help you um, when you arrive at a particular place. I also write down key phrases on a piece of paper or I store it on my phone and they have all Again, the um, please, thank, please you. thank you. How to order a beer, coffee, cafe, etc. <laughs> Love you said beer first. <laughs> where I'm staying, uh, but that's really, really important. And I use Google Trends uh, Translate a lot mm. as well. That's fantastic. I know it's not one of the best ones, but it does enough to get you by. Um, Google Translate also lets you speak to it, and then it plays it back in the language. Um, that you're trying to learn, which worked really well for us. We're staying in France looking after um, three dogs and a bird. And we were quite rural. We were isolated from um, the nearest village, which is about a 15-20 minute drive. Mm-hmm. So we had to rely on the hospitality of strangers walking around the street for our um, <laughs> interaction so cute, with the locals. They were very French, weren't and then they? <laughs> one day we had a knock on the door. 
policemen were like, oh, we don't know anyone here. So we went to the front door and there was this gentleman there. It must have been about um, in his late 80s. Is it Jean, Jean Paul, Jean Luc? We later found out that Jean Luc um, has a farm and he would drop off the eggs really from his chickens sweet. to the locals in the area. Yeah. And um, he came to the front door and we're like, oh, we're, we're house sitting. He didn't speak any English. <laughs> so I went and grabbed my Google Translate and I um, tried to explain to him our situation. But I made it very simple. House sitters, animals, mm. um, owners, traveling. And then you had a little laugh together. And, <laughs> and then he sort of looked at me with a curious look. You know what a dog does and look at you and they're trying to talk they to you? their head to the side. <laughs> but he was very cute. And he was very patient with me. But he came back with more eggs yeah, every few did. days. <laughs> so that was very, very important that you make sure that you have some key phrases there to help you get by. Exactly, exactly. I mean, um, we do we do try and you're particularly good, although um, there have been, I, I do recall one particular instance, I think it was around my birthday, where you were very proud of yourself for popping off to the bar in Spain and, and ordering some beers. Um, yes, but unfortunately um, they came back as non-alcoholic, which I know is probably a good thing these days. Sarah but it was, was my birthday. Impressed. I was not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> but you, <laughs> there was a particularly funny time in Portugal. Hey, fellow travel and pet lovers, if you found your way here, we wanted to let you know that there's even more great free resources available for you to make the most of your house-sitting, pet sitting and digital nomad experiences. Join thousands of other like-minded people in our Facebook group. Head on over to our page, it's Travel Live Learn, and follow the links to our group from there. Once you've done that, hop on over to travellivelearn.com and sign up for our free VIP mailing list and you'll score a host of excellent freebies. We've got terrific guides in there on house sitting and pet sitting. There's cheat sheets, there's copy templates that enable you to craft your winning pet sit application. We've got a house sit guide template in there as well. Now these are all the questions that you need to have answered before you sit somewhere. And in a handy twist of fate, if you're a homeowner, as well as a pet sitter perhaps, this will also double as a welcome guide that you can um, offer pet sitters coming to your home to stay. And finally, there is an exclusive 25% off code to join trusted house sitters. All the details are at travellivelearn.com. <laughs> we found this bar at about 5.30, 6 o'clock in the afternoon. It was Christmas, so it was relatively quiet. And the gentleman behind the bar was quite friendly because hmm. when he found out we are Australian, he wanted to chat yeah, to us and learn about cute. our country. His English was quite poor, just like my Portuguese. <laughs> and so we had a couple of drinks and he was buying us some shots. So we thought, oh, this place is fantastic. <laughs> we were getting a bit friendly and happy. And then I asked him, oh, what's that gentleman about two seats down from me drinking? Because I couldn't recognize the uh, label on the beer. Yeah. Next minute, the barman goes and buys this guy a beer. And I'm thinking, oh. What are you buying a beer for, Dar? And next minute, the guy comes and joins us and he sits down and he goes, oh, I just want to thank you for your, um, for shouting me a beer. And I think, oh, <laughs> oh I wasn't okay. aware I'd shouted you a beer. And we later found out that the barman thought I said to him, hey, do you want to buy that guy a beer for not me? Not what down is that guy drinking? Bar, not what he was drinking. <laughs> it turned out to be a lovely fellow. His name was Simon. He was here for a conference in Portugal and he lived in Switzerland. We at went the out home. for Christmas dinner with him and everything. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, it was. It ended up being one of those <laughs> crazy travel nights, but um, I guess all because. Well, you were practicing your your um, Portuguese rather, and while it did go a little bit wrong 
in that moment, it actually turned out to be for the best. So I think the important <laughs> thing is there, practice, practice, practice. Exactly, exactly. But I think, um, I guess, Cooper, you are the one who does practice along the way. And I'm always really proud of you for that because I do get shy. Um what are your what are your tips for people and how do you how do you learn along the way what do you do to 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 bring your language skills to life in in a different in, in a different country so some of my learnings along the way sarah is conversation you've got to get out there and practice mm, i know it's true and i can always order a, a cappuccino with milk or a beer or lunch or uh, ask for the bill mm. i can find us a table and a seat i can find out where the toilet is um, how to get us home on a bus or in a taxi just the very basic fundamentals that allow you to you just try though which i really appreciate and mm. That inspires me to try as well. And it doesn't matter if you have a little laugh along the way. You, you know. get more confident the more success you have. Yeah, and I think people, you're right, people really, really do appreciate when you're trying rather than, I guess, we can come across sometimes or English speakers across the world can sometimes come across, I guess, a little arrogant when we just expect that it's all English. And all travellers know that never expect it's all English because there's plenty of places in the world where you will not have a, a scrap of English. <laughs> and you'll also find that a lot of these people want to practice their English as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So you can have a little language swap. Um, but I think while <clears throat> while we do understand and appreciate the funny side of of practicing language and 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 the nice side of taking um, a language and and practicing it while you're on the ground. As house and pet sitters, there's a fly. Um, as house and pet sitters, I think we've obviously got that really important critical responsibility to know how to get by in the case of an emergency, um, which we did have when we were on a house sit in, in regional France with our beautiful little cat, Lucy. Lucy was 19 years old and she'd made her way from Canada and she was now living in uh, France. Now about four days into our sit and we only had contact with the owners sort of every three or four days mm. because they were doing a cruise. So we had On lost the other contact side of the world them. too. They didn't leave us a number for an emergency if something happened with the animals and we made contact with the people saying look uh, Lucy the 19 year old cat uh, she's having trouble going to the toilet she had a urinary tract infection there was blood in her urine and they said look we'll come and get the cat we'll go and get it put down and we're like whoa like we can't have the cat put <clears> down darling how do you how do you tell the owners that the, their cat's passed away and said no 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 look, yeah, we'll we take it to the it. vet so it was on a sunday morning it was like oh. minus three outside luckily the owners let us use their car mm. so here we are stressed a little emotional and worried jump in the car scratching the ice off the windscreen sarah's on google maps and trying Lucy to find a location lucy's in a box on her lap and we knew she was really sick by that stage like we didn't know that she had a urinary tract infection we suspected that she might after a few pieces of evidence um and we were actually right and her owner had flagged that um just she just mentioned it in passing before she happened to go but um i recognized the symptoms mm. as well but um and yeah. travel time was what 40 minutes to the nearest village i don't know what we would have done if we didn't have transport there's no public and we were lucky to no find a vet that was area. open and that um we could get by i think this is where the important part about 
having a little smattering of the language because because you had been immersing yourself and doing the best you could with your French, you were able to get by and find someone who was open on a Sunday in the country, basically, mm. um, and and explain that it was an emergency and that we had money to pay as well um, and, and to find this place. And, and I think it was technically it was 40 minutes away, but on a, on a Sunday and also Google Maps kept getting lost because we were quite rural. We'd lose Wi-Fi and mm. we're quite emotional. I was really scared thinking, my goodness, what happens to this cat? Sarah? how do we explain that to and the driving others? on the other side of the road too and, and everything's freezing, in French. And, on the road. Oh. Thankfully, we found this place about mm. an hour later yep. and the vet arrived about 15 minutes later. So she takes us inside. Uh, she starts speaking to us in French and we're like, oh my goodness. So we just said you the basics, well. you know, a la English. And you had Google Translate as well. I burst out crying so, so Cooper was left get, on his own. <laughs> when you go into the surgery, they have a wall of all the animals. Oh, that, that tipped me over the of. edge. So Sarah starts tearing up. So she's in the corner of Lucy on her lap in a box sort of getting all emotional. Oh. I'm like thinking, okay, so I've got to Google Translate. And we managed to sort of strike poor up a conversation and tell uh, the vet what the problem was of poor old Lucy and she was able to treat the cat. And the cat did survive. Yes. Most important. And like all vets, this vet was fantastic too. So, Cooper, we've been together a while now. What's one major thing that I love but have a serious problem with? Wine. Oh, my God, that's so rude. I do love wine. But, no, I'm talking about sleep. Oh, yeah, you are a light sleeper and you are awake a lot. Even when we're travelling and housing and I'm not stressed, I'll have trouble sleeping. But that's often to do with the disrupted routine. You know, you haven't got your pillow or your same bed or the time zone's different. I've had more trouble sleeping as I get older, though, but I think life's busier these days and I do think that contributes to, to difficulties sleeping. Now, I have tried a lot of options to help me sleep. And one day, while trying to find yet another remedy, I came across cloudy gummies all the way from California in the USA. Now, I chose to try the cloudy mellows for sleep. These include melatonin, ashwagandha, and magnesium, and also the cloudy calmies with ingredients to support stress and anxiety throughout the day. Now, I honestly didn't think that lollies, as we call them here in Australia, gummies everywhere else, I didn't really think they'd help, but I tried them based on some excellent reviews. And I actually do think they help. I've been trying them for a couple of months and I have noticed a difference. Now, my personal routine is I chew two cloudy mellows before heading off to bed. And if I wake up in the middle of the night, I'll have another couple. And I am falling asleep much faster and easier than I used to. And with no hangover in the morning, which is really great because some sleep remedies do actually cause a hungover feeling in the morning. Uh, also, the Kamis do seem to be helping me maintain my, well, calm during the day. Now, I, I do think I'm going to continue to use the Cloudy products. They've got some other lovely looking products on their website too, which I'm going to double into on my next visit. Now, if you think that these products could be helpful to you in our busy, traveling, sometimes anxiety-filled world, Visit tricloudy.com to, to have a look at their products and we have an exclusive discount code for, for our podcast here. It's FREEDOM10, so the FREEDOM and one zero. Pop that in the cart when you're purchasing and you will score 10% off. Now these guys do ship worldwide. I got my products sent to Australia from America. So go and have a look at their website, tricloudy.com. Pop in the discount code from our podcast or YouTube if you're watching it there, Freedom10, 
and you will score 10% off your entire purchase. We got by in, in our little bit of French with, with the apps that we had available. So um, it, was, it was pretty amazing that we were able to keep little Lucy alive at that point. So um, I think house sitting in a foreign language destination, I hope we, I guess we're not, we're not experts in, in it. Um, we've done it a couple of times. We've traveled to different destinations, but we can tell you for sure the benefits of, of getting your head around like you were saying, Cooper, Make the, the basics. Um, it's it's fun. It shows you care. It gives you some more learnings. But ultimately, if you do need to be able to get by um, in an emergency, it's it's really important. So I think that probably brings us to our our top five key tips that that we tell people who might be um, not just visiting a foreign language destination, or sorry, uh, a destination where they do not speak the language um, that you speak. Um, it's not their native tongue. So that brings us to our, I guess, our ultimate top tips or our top five tips for house sitting in a foreign language destination. So for us as English speakers, we mean somewhere that doesn't speak English as their native tongue, um, might be different for other people. Mm. Um, we're not experts, but we have had experience in this space. So where we would begin, top five tips that we will give you if you're heading off somewhere to house sit where they do not speak your your first language. Number one, make sure you have the address of where you are staying yes. written down on your phone. On a piece of paper too, like keep mm. it with you because I don't know, I think some people, many people will resonate with the fact that addresses in different places, I would never remember them. They're a totally different format remember, from what we're used to. Remember, how you pronounce them? Yeah. So if you get lost and you do not have any evidence of where you're staying, um, and we're staying kind of in scary. some parts where it's quite rural and mm. you have no Wi-Fi access. So I wouldn't no know how to explain having it. all this information on your phone, you can't access it. So yep. really important you have it written down on yep. a piece of paper or so cardboard keep and that put it in your you. back wallet. Number one. And I guess that's the same if you're traveling too. We'd always, I guess, keep the card of the hotel or our Airbnb. But it's the Airbnb is good because you'd usually have that on your phone anyway mm. if you got lost. But yep, absolutely tip number one. Know where you are staying. Uh, number two, emergency service phone numbers, mm. police, doctors, the ambulance. Triple O, triple nine, triple one. Did you know, I only found this out really late in the game, so apologies to everyone who's watching or listening who's like, oh, Sarah, seriously. When you land in a foreign country, you know how often on your phone you'll get a little text message from the local um, teleco saying, welcome to Spain or something like that? Apparently right down the bottom of those text messages is the the um, emergency services, whether it's triple nine or triple one or whatever you need, that number is at the bottom of those text messages sometimes, but um, I'm not very good at reading to the end of the line, apparently. So. Embarrassing. I didn't know that either. <laughs> but yes, know what the number is if it, there's an emergency. Yes. A shout out to all our fellow creative travellers out there who've taken your work on the road. How awesome is it to have the freedom to live, travel and work wherever we want, whenever we want. Now, house and pet sitting as a way of life is something we talk a lot about on Freedom and Four Paws. And we know that many of you who are living this lifestyle are also what we'd call digital nomads. We're constantly blown away by the inspiring stories we hear from people all around the world who have embraced this type of lifestyle and importantly, are successful at it. There are so many amazing stories out there. Is yours one of them? If you're a digital nomad or creative who's taken your work on the road and you want to get your story out there but not sure how, our partner team at Exhale Media Group want to help. 
Exhale Media Group's mission is to help you tell your story so you can continue to inspire others to achieve freedom. Yep. If this sounds like you, get in touch if you want support with designing your own channels like a blog or social media to share your story. Maybe you need to create a strategic communications or project plan for your business development. Exhale Media Group can help. Do you want advice on how to score PR and media opportunities so you can share your stories for the world to hear? Exhale Media Group can sort you out with that too. Exhale Media Group can help you to develop a content calendar to ensure your channels are always brimming with relevant, helpful content that showcases the inspiration you're bringing to the world. And they can provide personalized storytelling coaching to help you find your confidence, voice, and story. All the details you need are over at exhalemediagroup.com. Send an inquiry and mention the Freedom and Four Paws podcast for 20% off any purchase service. Visit exhalemediagroup.com. Tip number three, make sure you have your key apps downloaded on your phone. Uh, Google Translate's really important. And I also make sure I have all my key phrases written on mm. a piece of paper or a bit of cardboard and I stick it in my back pocket. So just so you know, you've, you use your manners and you can find your way around. Especially importantly, find a toilet oh, or a yes. taxi or a bus on how I've got about the to toilet thing. <laughs> so yeah. true. Um, another important one, so tip number four, especially if you're house and pet sitting, the big one I always ask is what do we do if we get locked out um, and what do we do if um, one of the pets is sick? And if you are in a foreign language um, destination, ensure that you've been given plenty of information or contacts for people who um, can, can speak your language um, and make sure you know what the plan is if if because they do not. nothing worse, Sarah, if the plumbing goes or a pipe bursts, mm-hmm. who do you call? Yeah, you you, need, if you, you need help, it? if you need help, you need to know what to do and you need to know that, that that's actionable in your native tongue. And tip number five, the most important one, practice, practice, practice. Get, Get out, out there, there in the local community, immerse yourself, go and say hi to your neighbours and just practice. Start Everyone with has please, a good old you. laugh if you yeah. make a mistake. That's half the fun. I mean, Cooper got really good at practicing in his little, I think, habit that he formed at the bakery out in France that went, you know, several times a day. How many times, how many chocolate croissants can one person eat in a day? It started off me just pointing and then I could start to order them, say thank you, um, <laughs> ask, ask them how their morning was, you know, how the kids, I got to know them by their oh, names. sweet. They're very cute. So um, if you do have your own tips and experience, we would love to know about it. Drop us a line on our Facebook group or find us on YouTube and subscribe there. It's Travel, Live, Learn and subscribe on your favourite podcasting service. Thanks for joining us on the Freedom and Four Paws podcast. This production has been inspired by our awesome Facebook community. Join the group by searching Pets and House Sitting, Travel and Digital Nomads or find the group via the link on our Facebook page, Travel Live Learn. This podcast is brought to you by TravelLiveLearn.com. Visit the site today to find out more about this podcast, access show notes, and sign up to our mailing list for free house and pet sitting application templates guides and a 25% off registration code for trusted house sitters. If you love this content and want more of it, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or your favourite podcast service. You can find us on YouTube too. Look up Travel, Live, Learn. Until next time, give your pet a pat from us and say yes to that next adventure.